Happy New Year. It's New Year's Eve, and this is Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I'm Jane. I'm Shannon. And today we're talking about prayer for the fifth time, a way yes. of life, and or daily prayer, however you want to say it. Well, and prayer is something that I don't think we can underemphasize. It's no. something that a lot of young Christians um, will come to faith and then not establish a daily prayer life. Yeah. And it makes it really hard because the attack from the enemy gets really strong. And if you're not constantly in contact with God, it gets real. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard. Paul says pray continuously. And I mm-hmm. think it just means to always keep your, the line of communication open with God, like have him there with you all the time. You know, you don't even have to say anything. It's like we've talked in the past how communication, you know, you and I can communicate just sitting on the couch and, you know, if I'm feeling good and. Mm-hmm. And we might not be saying anything, but there is communication. And so I think that's what it means to pray continuously, that you're just always in contact with God in some way. So you know he's, a, he's there. So uh, I got a quote from Martin Luther here. It oh, says, okay. to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Oh, that's true. That's true. You have to pray. And, I mean, if you have accepted Jesus Christ, you want to pray because you want to talk to, to God. I mean, you can't have a relationship, relationship with someone you don't communicate with. And I will say, um, we've, we've mentioned this before too, but I just wrote a letter to a, a, a young woman who's engaged and she, she and her, uh, soon to be husband are going to get married soon. And they have an issue that, they don't know the answer to, and I don't know if they're praying together yet, but I encouraged her that they need to start praying together daily. And maybe at first it's awkward if, if they, if they haven't been praying together and there's even, you know, there's, there's people who've been married for decades, maybe who never established that praying together daily, but no, anyone you're really close to, you should be praying with them daily. Mm. You know, I pray with you daily. We pray and often more than once. Hawk and I pray together. I mean, it's just a, it's a, and often with our Christian friends, if we're talking, we, we end in prayer before we leave because it's, it's just a good way. And it's one of those things that, um, you need to make time for. Mm-hmm. You need to make it part of a routine. You make it, you need to make it part of your life. You need to give it the, what it's due. And it will. I I like to work out. You know that. I like to go to the gym. I like to work out. If I don't work out, I feel lousy. Mm -hmm. But there are times when I have to force myself to work out because sometimes at the end of the day, I just don't feel like it. I just don't feel like it. I've had a long day. I'm tired, whatever. But I have to push forward and do it anyway. And sometimes with that, it's because I also coach a team and I have to take the team Mm -hmm. in there. So. Yeah. That encourages me because I'm doing it with other people. And right. they're there with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let them down if I don't do my my part. Mm-hmm. So I do my part. Mm-hmm. And I think um, our prayer time, should we should have a prayer time where we pray on our own, mm-hmm. where we just spend time with God. And that can be any time. But we also should have time where we are doing a communal prayer with someone else that mm-hmm. we care about, somebody, because that encourages you yeah. a lot. And I think, I, I will say, like, Shannon and I, sometimes our prayers might be several minutes long. Sometimes, like this morning, he was off. He thought he was late. He wasn't, but we thought he was. And so I just said, Lord, bless my husband. And he said, Lord, bless my wife. And that was it. But still, it's something. And it's it's 
if you want to draw close, if you want to get closer to someone, just start praying with them. Mm. I mean, I, that is one of the best things to draw, to, to get closer to someone, mm-hmm. you know, it will just benefit your, your relationship. And, uh, and it will benefit our relationship with Jesus when we pray because we're spending time with him. And it's really, there's no, you can pray doing anything. So there's really no, there is no excuse not to pray. And I'm going to read a, another quote I've got on that just because it fits in there. Especially for, if you're struggling in your prayer life and you're not sure about yourself. I love this. This is from Max Lucado. He says, our prayers may be awkward. Our attempts may be feeble. But since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it and not in the one who says it, mm. our prayers do make a difference. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't think you're doing it wrong. If you're talking to God, you're doing it right. There's no right because He's listening. Yeah. You don't. I mean, it's not like it's not like Jeopardy. If you don't form it in the right question, yeah. then He won't answer. That's not how this works. Right. It's not a no. No insult to Jeopardy. I love the show. Oh yeah, and you're really good at it. The only the only category I can do in Jeopardy is Bible. That's it. That's the only category. And we're both out when it comes to opera. Yeah. Well, I will say I, I thought of a verse when you were saying that. And it's in James 5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And James 5 says, um, okay, therefore, this is James 5, 16 and through 18 is what I'm going to read. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruits, or bore its fruit. So, you know, you might not feel powerful, but if you know Jesus and you're praying, God's listening. It's and, not. It's not our power that's being. No, and it's portrayed not how through we prayer feel. anyway. Yeah, it's God's power. So yeah. when we pray, we pray. Um, asking God to use his power. And we know that God's power is unlimited. So, Right. And I, uh, my version of the title today was Prayer, Part 5, A Way of Life. Uh-huh. And I do think prayer is a way of life, that, that we do invite God to be part of everything we do. We, mm. I mean, we don't have to say, God, I invite you here. You just start talking to him, whatever you're doing, like, I'll be doing the dishes and talking to God yeah, about something. Praying at meals, praying, um, praying in the shower, pray everywhere. Uh, with your eyes wide open, uh, praying on your drive to school or to work. Um, when you're going somewhere like that, it's one of those things that you know. As long as it's not black ice and yeah, everything, keep your eyes wide open when you're doing it. Well, anyway, if it's but black spend ice, your I'd time, be really praying. Lord spend your time me. with God. Um. <laughs> As you travel, and there are things, uh, just find find things that that mean something to you that will trigger prayer in you. Also, if you worry, if you catch yourself worrying about something, use that as a trigger to prayer. Right. Because then you can bring it to God. If you don't know what to pray, just start thanking Him for what's in front of you. Thank you. I thank Him for anything. I have a really odd thing that triggers me sometimes. Um, it's it's different. Um, I have always loved raptors. I love hawks and mm-hmm. eagles and mm-hmm. falcons. I just love them. 
and we happen to live where there are a lot, a lot of hawks and falcons and eagles and owls around. And if I'm driving and I see a hawk or I see a falcon or I see an eagle, we have golden and, and bald eagles around here both. When I see them flying, I instantly think of God and I go to prayer. I instantly think of God and I just thank God for his creation and I thank God for my life and I thank God for everything that's going on in my life. It's just one of those triggers for me. Mm-hmm. And it's different. It's weird. Um, I don't think it's weird. I think but it, it's th- just one so of those things. I just see God's presence in those in those particular birds. And, you know, it wouldn't matter if it was a rabbit. You see a rabbit on the side of the road, you pray. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Um, but for me, that's just one of those things. Outside of my normal um, prayer life, my normal prayer time, I also have that. That is a trigger, mm-hmm. I guess. It's just something that kicks it in with me. I do the same thing uh, wintertime when I do my bucket and I go outside. Mm-hmm. It's usually morning. It's usually uh, a lot of times the sun's coming up and I just see God's beauty right there in front of me. And often I like to watch him do the bucket because I think it's funny. Yeah, she does it from inside. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't go outside with me. <laughs> but for me, you know, nature has always been one of those things where just seeing God's creation, like Paul says, he, no man is with an, without with an, no man has an excuse because God's creation is there in front of us, and and so when I when I go outside and I see God's creation, it just it just takes me into a mindset where mm-hmm. prayer is just easy because I, I recognize the hand of the Creator, so I I go to the mind of the Creator. If you also have a thankful, grateful heart, you mm-hmm. will more easily pray. So anything you come about throughout the day, I mean, God's provided, so you can. When I feed our our ten or nine hens and our one rooster, who's very beautiful, and he and he crows so nicely now. His name's Ernie. When I go feed them, I, well, thank you, Lord, for my hens. Thank you for these frozen eggs. Thank you for Ernie and his green feathers. Thank yeah. you for for boots that don't leak. Yes. And if you think about it, think about a relationship you have with someone like a child or someone who's dependent upon you. Wouldn't it be really nice if you heard more thank yous than pleases? Oh, yes. Because there's so many things we're given that we don't ask for that we can thank God for, you know, the fact that... We can breathe. God allowed this earth to be in full living color. Yeah. And he paints the sky every day with the most gorgeous colors. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to. That could have been black and white. We wouldn't have known the difference. Right. But little things like that, we didn't ask for them. But just in his, in his, for his own good pleasure, he made those things. Thank him for that. And like I said, thank yous should be more common than pleases. Although mm-hmm. we do go to God in prayer over things that we need and things that are concerning us and things that are that are are we're going through at the time, we should also be going to Him very regularly in thanks. Here's a psalm, Psalm one forty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 1, hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my pleas for mercy, in your faithfulness answer me, in your righteousness. You know, and that's, we've mentioned it before, you can use scripture to pray because that's and psalms really powerful. Are, that's what psalms are. Yeah, they're prayers, right? The entire, the entire book of psalms is prayer. And they were, you know, they were songs, many of them, most of them are from David, although not all of them are. But they're songs of praise and of prayer and of supplication they're just 
the writer of of a psalm is going to God. Um, I've got one, Psalm five three, mm-hmm. and this is a great way of looking at morning prayer, which I think is is important, is to get ourselves on the right foot right off the bat. Psalm five three says, "In the morning, my Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly." Mm. And then I've got two here. Okay, I and mean, I just oh, I actually have three. Psalm one oh six, the first. Uh, Verse 1, praise the Lord, O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. 107 says, O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, it's the same 42, thing. yeah, that, that is like a refrain on those on some of those psalms. Yeah. Um, psalm 42, by the day the Lord directs his love, at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Here's one, Psalm 108, 1 through 4. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will wake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations, for your steadfast love is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. I mean, they're just... And you know what? When you start thanking God for things, if you're having a rotten day, or if if something's weighing on your heart, you can lift your heart up. Your, Your heart will be lifted up when you when you thank God, and no matter what's happened, like a dear a dear friend died yesterday, and mm. um, if if you're from around here, you know Connie who went to heaven, and and I she's going to be greatly missed. She already is, and there's so many people in this area who know her. Mm-hmm. We've only known her for a few years, and I'm thankful that we got to know Connie because she's a she's a dear woman of Jesus and faithful, and uh, but we can. It's sad that she died, but there's so many good things that already oh, we can talk about. There is so much rejoicing going on because as a Christian, you understand that death is not the end. Death is the beginning of your time in heaven, and that's what it is for her. And the reunification with her husband who had passed on after a long, protracted illness and her little sister who went before her. Um, and she got to see Jesus' face. That is just, that is a praise. Yeah. It yeah. is a praise because that's an opportunity that was provided through Jesus for us to do those things. And it's a praise because we know without a doubt, because God always fulfills his promises. And he promised Connie when she accepted him that that's where she would be, that that's where she is. So um, even in times of loss, there's times of thanksgiving. Yeah. We have to remember that. Just find the reason to be thankful. When we lost our daughter, it was the most painful thing in my life. I can't imagine anything more painful than that. And as much as, I think I mentioned this before, as much as I want her back, I think, boy, how selfish is that? Oh, she's so happy. She is so happy right now. Yeah. And I am so grateful that God has her in his hands, in his arms, when she can't be in my arms. And we got to be her. Parents for nine years. I mean, active parents. We're still her parents, but right. uh, yeah. And I, uh, there's so much to be thankful for, and that will trigger prayer all the time, just to be thankful. And Colossians four two says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. So there's two things I think we need to take from that. Number one is we need to be vigilant in prayer. In other words, it needs to be something that we use um, constantly. First of all, because we want to talk to God. Secondly, because if there's any issues, we need to take them to God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have to be earnest in that. But we also need to understand that um, one of the reasons Thanksgiving should be present is because we know that God can 
God has a plan and God can affect what we're praying for. Mm-hmm. So no matter what God does, according to his will, he is able to do so. So when we go to him and we should be, we should be grateful that we are allowed to go to God in prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to the Old Testament, you'd have to go to the temple with a... With an unblemished animal and and let some priest do the sacrificing and the praying for you, you wouldn't get a chance to do this kind of stuff. And through Jesus, we can go directly to him because Jesus is our high priest. We can go directly to him Mm -hmm. and say, in the name of Jesus, I'm coming to you. And so those opportunities that we have, we have to be understanding how... How wonderful that is that God opened that door for us. Can I and be thankful yep. in all of our prayer because we know that the creator of the universe is listening to what we're saying. Yeah, and he this, cares. Yeah, Not just he listens, but he, he cares. He really cares, yeah. yeah. Hebrews 10, um, starting in 19. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. I want to read a few more. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. That was through 23. Excuse me, I burped. Um, I think how I see prayer, too, is when we pray about an issue, we pray about someone, we, whatever we pray about, we give God away in I think, because uh, he's not going to move in a, someone's life until he's kind of invited in, I think. Well, I don't know. That's not true. But, I mean, it, it could be true. But, I mean, he can do whatever he wants. But we get to cooperate with him. So I don't want to, you know, it's not... There's a reason that we pray. Yeah. And it's for our benefit, um, but it's also for the benefit of others. And when we pray for someone else, we lift someone else up. You know, those things are heard. Mm-hmm. So there are reasons and there are benefits for that. And I'm not sure if I necessarily agree 100% that God can't move without us. No, praying. he can. He can. You're right. He I don't can. Think, I, don't I shouldn't think have said that. I don't think He can do tired. whatever he wants. Right. But But we do get to be part of it if we pray. So uh, what better thing to do to be a partner with God I mean, mm-hmm. of course, it's kind of like our grandson being a part with partner with my husband. You know, I mean, they're whatever they're doing. Shannon's going to really do all the work, but he gets to be there. So, unless that's maybe fixing. And I engine. tell you what, as, as an <laughs> example of that, yeah. No matter what I'm doing, if I have him with me, I get great joy out of having him with me. Yeah. It may take longer. It may not go as smoothly. I may have to explain things instead of just doing things, but I get great joy out of that. Oh, that'd be I get great. great joy out of that. Yeah. Psalm yeah. eighteen six, going back to Psalms again. In my distress I called to the Lord, I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice. I came my cry came before him into his ears. Mm-hmm. We need to be using prayer actively and we need to be using prayer defensively. Mm. Yeah. It's an active defense. It's cover fire against the enemy, if you want to put it that way. It is active defense where we say, God, you surround me so that nothing else can get in. Yeah, This is getting to me. This is on my mind. This is in my heart. These are the thoughts in my head. This is the words out of my mouth. This is the behavior I've been 
and I need to get that behind me, Lord. I need to get these things away from me. You give it to God, step back, and let him be your shield. Mm-hmm. We're not strong enough to do the things in this world that are no. necessary for us to, to live a Christian life. And you we, are not strong yeah. enough without God's intervention. If we try to do it on our own without prayer, we will fail. Or maybe we'll succeed, but it won't be for God. It will be for us. Or we could get off track. It's really easy to get off track. And before you know it, you're compromising with the world. And then you've lost your witness. We need to be so alert. Be alert. Be of sober mind. The devil is around prowling. That's a paraphrase of somewhere. Peter. Yes. So I... The enemy prowls around like a roaring lion. Yes. And he eagerly wants to trip you up as a Christian, to mm-hmm. to to mess with you, to uh, do all sorts of stuff so you can't shine for Jesus. And this world is getting darker by the nanosecond, I think. And we are so shielded out here um, in rural South Dakota that I'm sure we, we do not we encounter... We do not encounter what some people do in yeah. big urban environments where... The darkness is so dark. And, and but yet, then at the same time, the isolation, mm-hmm. especially the wintertime, yeah. the isolation, the separation, the distance from relatives and family, the, uh, the challenges that we have because it's 50 miles round trip for me to go to work. Yeah, true. Um, that we have to have cars that start in sub-zero weather. That You know, we all have our own challenges. Yeah, everybody everybody and, has challenges. But like it says in Second Thessalonians three three, but the Lord is faithful and He will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Mm-hmm. We need to go back to Him. You know, a shield is worthless sitting on the floor. Yeah. When, if you're going to use a shield, you have to hold it between you and the threat. And mm-hmm. our prayer is that we are lifting God up between us and the enemy, and telling Him, telling the enemy, you can't get me because I'm I'm standing behind God. And we have to do that on a regular basis because in our own minds, in our own, in our own conscience, in our own psyche, whatever psychological thing you want to call it, um, we cannot rest unless we know that we're safe. Mm-hmm. You cannot rest if you do not know you're safe. If you, if you, you think like you're in danger, you yeah. will not rest. Mm-hmm. And to get yourself out of danger with the, the spiritual forces of, in the unseen world... To get yourself out of danger, you have to get God involved. Mm-hmm. And then you can rest. Right. Because he's got this. Right. He's covering you, and he, he says, okay, you take a, you take a break. I got, a, I got this. Yeah. Then you can rest. Uh, you know, if people have a hard time sleeping because of worry, because of anxiety over issues in their lives, things like that, take it to God mm-hmm. and ask him, take mm-hmm. this from me so that I can rest, mm-hmm. so that I can find peace. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're having trouble with your children, if you're having trouble with your job, if you're having trouble with your spouse, any of those things, take it to God and say, God, I want to give this to you and let it go. Mm-hmm. And then listen, mm-hmm. listen for his answer because he will answer you. Now, if uh, one thing we, we should mention in prayer, if you have sinned, you really need to confess that to God. Right. First, it will take take that right. weight off you and God will forgive you. I mean, don't he, But he wants you he wants you to be honest with him. Yeah, the, again, think of the relationship with a child or someone else. Yeah. 
If they hide things, if they from were you, lying to you and you knew they were lying to you, would you be as as apt to no deal with them on an equal basis as if you knew that they came to you and told you the absolute truth and and came to you sorry for what they had done or or repentant and, and honestly repentant and then said now and then would that not be easier for us to deal with? Right. And if, I mean, if we in our small minds and our small world and our small way can understand just a piece of that, imagine the depth and the breadth of that with God. And when we give our honest selves to God, he can work with that. But if we hide behind a bunch of stuff that we think we're hiding something from God first, you can't hide anything from God. But uh, I'm going to read this. This is from John 14. Uh, 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And then 16 says, I'll go through 16 and 17. Okay. And I will ask the father and he will give you another helper. Mm. who's the Holy spirit to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. And so, um, and 15 is great too, but you know, if, if we love Jesus, we're going to want to live the way he calls us to live. So if you say you're a Christian, but you don't have any desire to live a godly life, then um, you need to search your heart there. Because it's not by rules, but if you want to please the Father, please Jesus, please the Spirit, then you're going to want to live the way he calls you to live. Otherwise, th- there can't be any relationship there. Because we got to live God's way and not the world's way, and that, what yeah. what God tells us to do. This is coming from First Thessalonians. What God tells us to do is to live a life of prayer. Yeah. We're told to do that. First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm. He wants us to to pray, give thanks." And rejoice. Mm. Rejoice in all things. Mm -hmm. You know, I cannot tell you how miserable my life would be if I had not come to Christ. I can't imagine. I don't know if I'd be alive today. I highly doubt it. But I think you'd be very angry. I'd be a... Be a, I'd be a wreck because I was a wreck when God found me and it was going downhill so it wouldn't have stopped. Um, and I wouldn't have you. Nope. Um, I'd probably be a single librarian somewhere. Hmm. Though I think being a librarian would be fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we don't have a librarian. But you want to be a mom. Yeah, I want to be a mom. Yeah. So. so without God in my life, where I would have gone is beyond my comprehension. But I know it's a dark place that I never want to see. You know, the, we're right now. It's it's Christmas Eve or Christmas, it's New Year's Eve, and I'm probably I'm going to make a suggestion to my wife. I think we might be able to find it. I want to watch It's a Wonderful Life tonight. Hmm. Okay. It's a great movie. It is a good movie. And it's on Prime. The the principle behind that movie is the fact that um, someone who thinks his life is bad doesn't realize what it would be like if he wasn't there. Yeah. You know, I wish I was never born sort of concept. It's a very old movie, but it's a beautiful movie to watch. And he realizes what things God had done for him in his life mm-hmm. and how it would have been so much different mm-hmm. if it hadn't have been that way. 
And in the end, he comes to that realization that it's life is wonderful. Rejoice in the life that you've been given. No matter where you are, no matter what your circumstances are, rejoice in the fact that God loves you and God wants to be with you. And God gave you everything that you have. Everything that is precious, everything that is beautiful, everything that is wonderful in your life, every relationship, every person, every sunrise, every sunset, every eagle flying in the sky, God has given us those things out of his joy and his love for us. And the concept of the fact that the creator of the universe loved us so much that he not only gave us these things, but he also gave us his son mm-hmm. so that the Holy Spirit could enter us and be part of us and so that we could have a, a pathway back to God. And God our, God is a living God. We serve a, a risen Savior. Jesus is alive and well. God is alive and well. The Spirit is moving right now. We need to acknowledge these things and understand those things and also understand that because of that, what you are going through right now in this instant, this moment, this this little snippet of time is important to God and he wants to hear about it he wants you to tell him about it he wants you to praise him and thank him but he also wants you to come to him with concerns and that's that daily life of prayer is just the fact that you realize that you're living within the realm of God Mm -hmm. where your life is going on within God's God's got his hands on you he's got his eyes on you he's got his arms around you Mm -hmm. He sees you. Living wrapped up in the arms of God, you would have a relationship with him if it was a physical thing right now. Mm-hmm. You'd have to. Those are spiritual things, and that spiritual relationship comes through prayer. Mm-hmm. Just spending that time and acknowledging him for who he is and what he does and going to him when we can't handle it and we know we need his help. That's good. Yeah. Well, Happy New Year. Wait. One more thing before we go. Okay. What would you like to see happen in the new year in your life? In my life. Do you have any goals? Oh. I'm not calling resolutions. Do you have any goals that you hope to accomplish? Any goals? Well, three things. First of all, I'd really love to figure out what's going on with my heart so that stops. And I don't want to stop. The blood pressure oh, problem stops. Yes, okay. Um, secondly, I really I have a goal. In my, in my, well, three, four things actually. My powerlifting, I have a goal in that. Mm-hmm. I have a number in mind that I want to be able to get to in each of my big three lifts. And that's that's one of those things I go to God and say, God, I need strength for this. I need, mm-hmm. I need to take the pain out of my back where it's hurting and whatever so I can do these things. My third thing is I want to get more involved in my, my forging, my things like mm-hmm. that. Um, in our situation, I think that's. That's mandatory. And the fourth thing is, I just want to get closer to God this year. Mm. Next yeah. year at this time, I want to I want to live the things we're talking. Yeah. Because we all stumble, we all fall, we all have hiccups along mm-hmm. the way. But I just want to get closer to God. I want to know that this year was a year spent getting closer. Mm-hmm. What about That's you? Good. I want to plans? do a lot of my art. Because uh, yes. that's really good for me emotionally and mentally. Being creative is good for everybody because we're all made in the image of the creator. So if you're not creative in any way, you need to find something because that would really help you. 
I want to um, be faithful in in my letter writing thing. I, I have a number of How many? Peop- you counted them the other day. I don't know. 27 or something? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. People I write monthly. And so then what I want to do this year is, because I feel that is a ministry. I've, mm. It's important to me. It is. Plus it keeps the post office in business. And, yeah. <laughs> and people love to get letters. Yeah. And so I, I, I want to make it's them. It's fun to get an email, but boy, isn't it special when you get a piece of paper in the mail. And I want to make them fun to look at. I, I want to be artsy with them, so we'll see. And then, uh, oh, those are really my two main goals. Um, I hope me and Hawk will, which we will. Uh, Hawk and I. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Hawk and I will finish all of Shakespeare's plays because we're just reading the the histories. We haven't read the histories yet, but we have a book with all of them. So we'll read all those. And I don't know. I'd like to do some writing, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Maybe just letter writing. Well, let's just... And all these things we take to God. Yeah, so... Yeah. God bless, and I pray that this upcoming year is a beautiful year for you, and you get to see and acknowledge, and your eyes are opened wide to all the wonders that God has for you in His life, because He... He's God, a lot. God's plan for you is to have you prosper. Yeah. And He wants good things for you. So yeah. keep your eyes open and see those good things and thank Him for them. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye.